Hello and welcome to D&D Tonight! I've been recording my attempts to play Dungeons & Dragons with my family since May of 2017. I'm a novice games master with most of my experience coming from three of my friends who DM'd games over about six months before I started to play this game as a way to keep in touch with my family. You'll have to forgive any mistakes I make along the way, both rules and recording-wise. These first few episodes are pretty rough, but they do get better. Now let's introduce our players! First up is my older sister, Tiffany. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Tiffy. Hi! <laughs> well, it's lovely to be here on D&D tonight. How are you doing, Derek? Pretty good? I'm doing well. Tiffany plays Asharis, an elven ranger, with an affinity for dual wielding. Up next is my niece, the beautiful and smart, if sometimes very quiet, daughter of Tiffany. Hi, I'm Jessica. I'm silent. The dog is in the room. <laughs> Jessica plays Ghost Slinger, a half-elf rogue ninja from the Eastern Realm. And finally, mine and Tiffany's father, Dad! Say hello, Dad. Yes, and I've been playing this for as long as they say I have, and I just now discovered that it's D&D. <laughs> I haven't read the book yet. Dad plays Merlin, a human wizard. Based loosely on historical Merlin, but not exactly. With a little bit of dad flair thrown in. Oh, and me, I guess. I'm Derek. I'm the storyteller for this adventuring band. I do the writing, the recording, and editing for the podcast. Thanks, everybody! Interrupting. Breaker 19. Breaker. Breaky break. Smoky report! <laughs> Alright, we've been here 20 minutes. We've heard vacuuming, munching. Dogs growling. A spot on the critter's nose. Tornado sirens. Yeah, let me tell you what happened last week. Does anybody, can you hear me? I do hear you. How about Jessica and Tiffany, can you hear me? Yep. We went to a place called Brentwood, and they have a, we got there at dusk, and the landlord's name is Reginald. We went to the library. By the fireplace was a, a feather and a, a bow and arrow with feathers that were blue. We checked on a journal that had uh, hunting trips in it. And we uh, we found out that there's some dwarfs living near the town in some caves near the ocean. Possibly the English Channel. We're not sure. Mm. We had tea and somebody borrowed a cup. Right. <laughs> somebody did. Yeah, borrowed. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what we'll call it. Capital B. <laughs> borrowed with... No intention of bringing it back. Exactly. Then we left, went to the town. The town was Brentwood. No, the, we went to the town, and uh, the bartender's name was Bert, or Brent, B-R-E-N-T, Brent. We stayed at the inn near the church. The rooms were already paid for. Each room had a chamber pot. <laughs> how, how disgusting. I hope there's a lid on it. Minor, minor correction. The uh, innkeeper's name was Cedric. That's yeah. what I was thinking. <laughs> I have Cedric written down, but I couldn't. I don't know why I wrote Brent. Oh, Brent equals Cedric. I'm not sure why I did that. Oh, I think somebody has a boyfriend named Brent, and you called him Cedric. <laughs> no. Yes. Um. No. <laughs> not that I know of. What? That's what the notes say. I'm erasing his name. Oh, the snuggly duckling. 
Don't ever forget about Snuggly Duckling, I've got... I have that Who's written that? down right Who's here. Snuggly Duckling, see? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Alright. We found out that there's trouble between the landlord, Lord Taylor White, and, uh, I found out who everybody's name is. Oscar store. <laughs> we went to a drugstore. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Apothecary. I tried to say Jimmy Stewart, and then, correction, his name is Oscar. Jimmy! Oh, wait. We went to some kind of a, where the dead people live, or die. Crypt. We went into the crypt, and we had to move a pot forward to open the door, and then we went down, we lit some torches and went down the hallway. Then Christian And we're very close to where we were last week, at the end of that. We found out some zombies were down there, and we had to kill them. Dispatch them. Walking dead sign. We just put that together. Okay. And that brings us up to date. One, uh, one zombie's dead, and the other one is wounded. And there's one still walking. Yeah, we, we finished last week as you guys you guys knocked them down. They all ended up dying. Yep, all three zombies died. So, let me, very quickly, I'll go ahead and do a ambiance thing. So, you guys are in the Brentwood Crypt. Uh, you just had to fight off three zombies. I think you're about, you went in, you went down the hall, you went down the, or you went down the stairs, uh, into the darkness. Merlin took the torch off the front door to take it with you. He lit the sconces on the wall as you proceeded into the room that you're in now, where you found three zombies and the dead body of a squire. <gasps> and you've just finished dispatching these zombies. And we chopped off the squire's head just to make sure. Oh yes, that is true. Asharis chopped off the uh, the squire's head to make sure. Did you guys... What do you want to do from here? We search the bodies. Did we Did you really body? chop off somebody's head? Do you really think that zombies would have anything? The squire might have something. That's the thing. You want to search the body, you're going to look through the zombies and the, um... Squire. Uh, and the squire. The squire is carrying a short sword. I already have one, though. He's got... He's got a sh- traveler's clothes. He has... Two... Shuriken. What's a shuriken? Is that what you want? <laughs> and he's got a small pouch with, we'll say, let's do it this way. Hey guys. 25 copper, three silver, and three gold in it. The zombies, in their pockets of their various clothes, you find... Six silver, and I lost the other one of these things. There it is. All right, three and four, thirty-seven copper. You got all that? I missed the silver on the uh, first guy. On the first guy, I think it was. Oh no, that can't be right. That's the wrong, wrong one of those. 
Uh, it was this one. I think it was six. Yes, it was six. Okay, so three gold, six silver, twenty-five copper. The zombies have six silver and thirty-seven. Right. Yes. Did you write that um, down, Tiffany? And huh? Jessica, did you write that down? Yeah. And the squire has traveler's clothes, a red cloak, a short sword. He had the small pouch full of monies and two shuriken. For me. What is a shuriken again? Uh, it's one of them spinny pointed ninja stars. Throw at people. Hope that you hit them in the head and they die. So. So what do you want to do from here? Things? I'm taking the shuriken. We all know. Little Miss Shuriken needs a shuriken. Two sir. Oh, also, Tiffy, roll me a um a D twenty on your rolling device. Your rolling device. <laughs> Can you read me the who had the who had the gold? Hey, seven. There was some gold on the squire, and there was silver and copper on the zombies, and none of the zombies what? had any weapons or anything. Oh, it was what, the squire what? who had the shirt. Yes. So I rolled the tw- the D twenty. What now? Seven. What is it? Can you give me a? Let's see. I need a stat from you. I want to know. Let's go with history. Do you have history? And uh, what's your intelligence? Oh no, modifier. None of these things what? are checked. None of those things are checked. But what's your intelligence modifier? Nothing. You didn't chop off the dude's head. Because you don't know the zombies get back up. I did it. Oh, no. No, and it's like... Jessica, I need you to roll a d20 for me. 14. Okay. Jessica knows that you should chop off the dead guy's head. I didn't chop off the dead guy's head! So, uh, Jessica, you can't... Oh, sorry. Ghost Slinger... You can tell Asharis to chop right. off the dead guy's head. Or, actually, we'll say the real truth. You know he's not going to turn into a zombie, so you don't have to chop off his head. Won't chop off his head. So long as he's, he's not down the hall after us, it's not like him. Yeah, he's not going to get back up. He's he's not zombified. So do we think he is one of the, the squires that went in there? Um... One of the missing. So, roll an investigation check. Which one's that one? Uh, D20. Oh, was that 19? You very strongly suspect that he is one of the squires that went in there. And with a 19, I'm going to go ahead and take some liberties. And say that as you are looking around the squire's body and investigating who he is, you happen to notice that there's blood leading to one of the other caskets in the room. There is blood on the floor. You remember the blood trail that led you into this room? There is blood on the floor leading to another casket. Besides just the blood all over this dead body. And the ichor from the zombies. Finally, blood on my hands again. That's a rough reference. So we should open it? 
Yes, we open it and then I cover my hands in blood. Okay, don't, you can't, you can't just jump straight to opening it. Are you gonna go over to it and well, then open yes. it? Yes, what I open? <laughs> How else would we open? Alright, so who all is gonna know about this? Uh, Asharis, you're the one that noticed the blood trail. Are you gonna tell everybody, or are you just gonna go over to it on your own? You wanna go? Alright, we shall take the ghost slinger. So, roll play it out. You found this thing. No, 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 no. Tell her that you found this blood trail and that you see it going over to this other coffin. To this coffin, we should go over and investigate. Come on, you've been working on your English accent all day. What? You've been in England for a long enough time that you should have an English accent. There's a hint of it in my voice. Okay, fine. Okay, dear. Okay, so you have to tell her, alright, let's go find out what's up with that coffin or something okay. to that effect. <laughs> that uh, close coffin. enough. So the two of you wander over, wander over to the coffin. Um, Merlin is still investigating the dead squire, and the two of you wander over to the coffin uh, and roll me. Both of you can roll me another investigation check. Actually, you picked up the gear. You looked at it anyway. I thought you would have written it down if you wanted it. How much stuff can we carry, Derek? Uh, quite a bit. You guys are adventurers, so you've all got adventurers' backpacks uh, and stuff, so you can carry a significant amount of stuff in there. You know, rations for days and all of your your gear that you use for fighting and the various stuff that came with your background. The red cloak. I don't know. Might come handy. Might come handy. I don't know. Are we going up against some bull and we're going to sack him? Well, maybe, maybe ah. she's planning ahead for when it rains. Yep, roll, roll mm-hmm. d twenty for both of you. I got a two. A two. That's no good. Well, that that's mm-hmm. that. Let go ahead and let uh, let uh, Ghost Slinger uh, roll her d twenty then. Uh, do you have uh, an intelligence score? Three. Yes. Bonus? Ghost Swinger has or two investigation. investigation. Awesome. So she has a 12 then. Uh, and that's going to be good enough that as you're kind of approaching this, this coffin uh, on the side of the room, you notice before you go to open it that it looks like there's large scratches all over it. Like the zombies had been trying to get into Aren't it. Weren't scratches on the last mm. coffin? No, there were scratches on the floor by the door. Oh, and there was sword uh, sword cuts into one of the caskets upstairs. Okay. Oh, yeah. Open the door. Open the door. Ghost Slinger, you're going to try and open the casket, and I need you to roll a d20 strength check. Well, she has plus one to strength. So 13... You can't quite get the coffin lid on your own, but it kind of peeks up a little bit. It's not. It's not a wooden. It's not a wooden coffin. You're, it's one of those those big heavy stone mausoleum caskets. So I don't want to feed it to you, but Jessica does have an item 
in her backpack that might help. The crowbar! Yes, the crowbar. Let's use the crowbar! Let's use the crowbar! Uh, Asharis grabs the crowbar off of Asharis, or out, off of Ghost Slinger's backpack, because I'm gonna assume it's one of those, like, underslung utensils. And she gets on the other side of the casket and wedges the crowbar into it and make me a strength check with 2d20s, take the higher. Ten. I have one to strength and athletics, does that help? Yes. You rolled a ten. Ghost Slinger, are you going to try and help yeah. her open the coffin lid? Okay, roll another d20. And I'm going to lower the difficulty. We're never going to get this thing open! Eighteen! Yeah! With uh, Ghost Slinger's help, uh, the coffin lid slowly kind of grinds its way across the top of the sarcophagus and Just drops like off him. the other side. And what do you want to do? Why can't we look inside? We're gonna investigate what interior it has. Okay. So two heads look over the top of this giant sarcophagus coffin on the side of the room. And as your heads peek over the top and you look inside, someone screams. Trendy, <laughs> ah! is that you? Where's the sound effect? I was telling you, the squire. Inside, you find uh, the second squire. Oh, no. And what do you do <laughs> as he's screaming at you? This is very fast. He's he's afraid you're going to kill him, that you're oh, the zombies I? finally come to get him. I thought it was. He screamed. <laughs> I thought we were screaming. We're going to tell him it's okay. It's okay. Maybe I'll use my red cloak to put over his head to calm him. <laughs> that will not be should, should I make oh, a suffocation no, check? Suffocate like a canary. Bird, you know, it's in the cave and you put the and it calms down. <laughs> so Asharis throws her, her new cloak over the top of the coffin and now you hear muffled screaming from inside. <laughs> Inside the coffin. Oh my god. Just talk to him. Ghost Slinger, Ghost Slinger, do you want to do okay, anything so to try and calm him down? Fine. You don't have to scream at me. We're here to save you. Oh, oh. Uh, well, thank, thank, thank the Lord. Uh, I didn't think I was going to get out of that one. I, I never expected anybody was going to come down here after us. There were so many skeletons and zombies. Uh, we, we weren't going to make it. I... I, I got wounded in the uh, in the hallway back there, and when we got down to this room, we were just overrun with zombies, and if it wasn't for Conway, Conway, Conway put me in here and, and, and closed the casket lid so they wouldn't be able to get me. But did, did he make it out? Did he go oh, get you? Is that is that hey, why you're here? you gotta be gentle about these things. He just survived, and his buddy did. <laughs> he starts crying. He, he's just weeping. At, at the at the news that 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 Conway didn't make it out of the crypt, he saved uh, your life. What's his name, actually? He didn't go down in vain. Oh, I'm John. Me and me and Conway were we were sent from the uh, from the Lord Lord White's guard to to come and 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 clear the the crypt. But the two of us, we're only squires. We 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 were no match for what was in here. Actually, whoa. 
Uh, did, did you guys, did you clear the crypt? Is, are you, is there what anything else left? Have you seen? Just as he starts to exclaim that, uh, they were sent to, to, uh, to clear the crypt, he inquires whether or not you guys managed to, to clear it, uh, and whether or not you've dealt with everything. A glow emanates from the corner, furthest from where you are. He sits up, bolt upright, in the coffin. He's been in there for probably three days, and he doesn't look great, but when the glow comes up, he just sits bolt upright, and he says, Oh no, not again. So he just sat straight up. He's- so, I'm assume the three of you look across the room to see what's glowing, and there's a small statuette in the corner with a pendant around its neck that's glowing green. And three green tendrils of energy are wibbly kind of um, tentacling, wibbly-wobbling their way out into the room to three more coffins in the room. And when they touch the coffins, the energy kind of makes its way around the crack that is the lid and disappears into each one of these zombies? coffins. Yeah. I think we have three more zombies to deal with. And apparently I'm almost dead. They... How... Pause for a moment. It's dead. dead. Because she has two. Is her No, don't overwrite two. Uh, what was it on her old sheet? Two. <laughs> I don't know. It it's really two? Hit points are 15. I don't, I don't remember, remember her taking that much damage. I didn't see, that's the thing. I don't remember her getting hit. Yeah, put her at fifteen. I thought I think the only one who might have got hit was uh, was uh, Asharis. Because you're worrying me. If I made you that close to dead, I wouldn't have put you straight into another fight. So yeah, put her back at fifteen. Yeah, and I'm I think Asharis, you took three. Okay. These caskets, the lids, uh, you can around the crack of the lids, you see green glowing go in, and then it gets dark. In fact, the room gets ghostly dark. The torch that Merlin is holding dims down to the point where it's just barely on, and a kind of a rustling starts inside these coffins, and the lids on top, this big stone lids, start to shudder and shake, and they're clambering around, and then all of a sudden, boom! And they explode off the top of the coffins, and three skeletons are standing inside, or one skeleton inside each one of these three caskets is standing there holding a nasty-looking, I want to say, cutlass? Turn to page 272 to continue your adventure. Yeah, we'll call them cutlasses. They look like cutlasses. All right, what do you guys do? Roll, Roll initiative. Merlin, do you happen to know what your, initi- or what your initiative modifier is from your sheet? Everything is a d20 now. It is a d20. We're going to the tournament. Woo! I roll a 10. Four. What's your uh, modifier? So yes. you get a fourteen. Oh, the dice. Seven. What did uh, Ghostslinger roll? Three for initiative. Okay. Got to roll some numbers. Uh oh. That's that's. When he goes Let's see. One's got a red bandana. Let's say another one has got a. Big chunk out of his head. It's just the bone is missing. 
and then one more. All right, good. And the last one, one leg shorter than the other. How does it walk then? With a limp. Well, you'll have to wait for its it turn to find like out. A lumbering walk. It's like. So, like a, write down some numbers. Zombies in a thriller. This is thriller! Here it is. I'll try to be better next time about having this done ahead of time. So, the skeleton with the red bandana comes shooting out of its coffin with frightening speed. And he runs at, let's say, the closest person's going to be Merlin. So he runs at Merlin. And I believe Merlin cast Mage Armor last time before we went down into the crypt. So he's going to run at Merlin, and he is going to swipe at Merlin with his... Uh, I have a shield, plus five. Well, your armor class is normally an 11, because you are a wizard. But you cast Mage Armor, which is... Because I'm playing special, this is homebrew stuff. Uh, because I'm playing special, it is your uh, 13, plus your constitution modifier. So your constitution modifier is on the front page on the left-hand side. Plus two, it is plus two, so that's a 15. Uh, and this dude uh, gets plus four to hit, so he rolled a 10, which is not good enough. So he tries to swipe at you, but you def- deftly? Yeah, deftly step to the side, and uh, his cutlass uh, stabs into the wall near you. Well, I guess it's a stone wall. It stabs at the wall and kind of just clanks off of it. And then, the next uh, skeleton, who isn't quite as fast as the red uh, bandana skeleton, is the guy with the hole in his head. And the guy with the hole in his head, he's going to charge at... Uh, let's see, this is... And then this one is going to go for... I'm going to say that since Asharis was on the top of the casket, she would be the furthest away from them, so it's going to go after uh, Ghost Slinger. Uh, and it's going to swipe at you with... Ooh, actually... Hmm? Yeah, we'll do that. Instead, he's got his shortbow uh, pulled out, and Uh-oh. he's got an arrow aimed right at Ghost Slinger. Is a 14 good enough? What's Ghost Slinger's armor class? Oh no, a 14 is good enough! Let me see. But it says leather armor. Oh, no. Oh, it is five damage. So just barely, she doesn't, uh, Ghost Slinger doesn't manage to get out of the way of this this bolt that comes shooting out of this short bow uh, Ah. and it gouges her in the leg. Ouch! Wait, wait, no, 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 no. Wait, I need the sound effect. She need the sound effect. <laughs> we can't go on. And next up is going to be Asharis' turn. Okay. So what is Asharis going to do after seeing uh, one of these things stab at Merlin in the far corner and another one shoot a bow at uh, Ghost Slinger and Ghost Slinger's bleeding. I'm, I'm going to say pretty good because I think that's about a third of her health. Okay, sound effect. You gotta turn it up or they can't hear it. Put it closer to... Oh, I heard that. Alright. So what's what's Asharis gonna do? 
Yeah, you just got a book, an arrow sticking. So you have a health potion, so I'm gonna let you just deal with it. Deal with it? Yeah. Oh, and I like the idea that in your turn, you are allowed to make uh, perception checks, you're allowed to make history checks to see if you know about monsters. It's all things that you could, like, instantaneously know as you're sizing up the situation. And you can also say a sentence, and the character can say a sentence back. So, like, you could say, uh, Ghostslinger, are you okay? And then she could say, yeah, I'll manage. It's not that bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> Whatever, I have to deal with it anyways. I don't So, let's see. I've got medicine. Do we know what kind of, uh, well, I guess I only have piercing. Roll me well, I'm trying to decide which weapons to use. I've got the long book. Okay, roll me a d20. Roll, roll me a d20. Uh, give me, let's see, that's going to be, let's go with, uh, yeah, let's say that's a history check. Are you no good at history? So you got a 13? I don't have history. And your intelligence is flat. It's a zero. Okay, so you got a 13. With a 13, I'm going to tell you that skeletons... You know from history that uh, skeletons are immune poison? to poison. They're immune. Oh, immune. Well, yeah. They're immune to poison. Oh, that right. doesn't help at all. Now you can decide what weapon you want to use. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not very good at knowing things just automatically. Actually, these aren't super hard monsters. Okay, okay, okay. I will go ahead because, you know... Th- th- Roll the 13. It's pretty good. It's not quite, you know, like a 15, but I'll give it to you anyway. Uh, you also know that skeletons are very frail, so they don't like being don't hit with blunt, blunt objects. With this blunt, not sharp. Like, like you'd hit them with a hammer or uh, yeah. Or uh, are no we bar. saying a hammer? You have a hammer and. <laughs> Yeah, and she's, oh, she's vibing. She's got stuff. Look. Right there. So, like, can okay. I grab her hammer? You see okay. this right here? Yep, Look. I can use a hammer. Look at this. Look who's that? It's right the there. puppy cow. Take the hammer. You see that? Give me the hammer. Take the hammer. It, I'm going to go ahead and say that taking the hammer is going to be a bonus action, so you can just do it. No, it's not It's not your full action. You can grab the hammer, and you still have your movement, so you can get to any of the three so, uh, skeletons in the room with your movement, because this room isn't super huge, because you can move, I think, 30, so you can get to any one of them that you want to, and go wail on them with a hammer. Uh, you didn't come to Ghost Slinger, it just shot at her. He's in the far... That one. Okay. Go get him. So you're going to run across the room. Go hit this this skeleton uh, that's got a hole in his head with a hammer. Might have had it happen once before. So roll me a d20. A 16. A 16? We smashed. Well, that's going to be plenty good enough. So you definitely make contact with him with the hammer. I'm going to go ahead and say that a hammer is not... A standard weapon? Like, it's not a, like, a warhammer, but I'm gonna say it's a improvised weapon, and, uh, it's similar enough. You can have your proficiency bonus, as well as, actually, I'm not 
And you'll get strength. It's not going to be a finesse weapon. A so if you have bonus. a strength bonus, you'll get that too. What is it? One. So roll me 2d4 uh, plus one. What do you want? The total? Three plus yeah. one is four. Oh! Oh, okay. That's a four. All right. You run over to this thing with your hammer that you, you take very quickly out of, uh, out of Ghost Slinger's bag. And you run over to it and you go to wail on it and it gets out of the way so you don't get it super good, but like you knock off three of his ribs. Patient, that's good. Uh, let's see. Then next in the order is going to be the skeleton that he's going to also draw his cutlass, charge over to Asharis. Just imagine. And he's actually, I say he's gonna run. He's gonna hobble because he's got a short leg, so it's kind of clickety clackety as you hear him coming across the across the thing. It's a little bit. And Merlin sees it. It's a little bit funny, but he's gonna take a swing at Asharis. Uh oh, and he's gonna hit because that's fourteen plus four. <laughs> so that's a night. That's a that's a that's an eighteen. And uh, that's not bad. No, I'm you down take to too, four damage. So let's say this this skeleton that's kind of stumpy on one side and hobbles over, and he t- he makes a swing at you and cuts through your fancy new red cloak. You know what? Oh, well, perfect. That's fine. Uh, it gets kind of into like just across your shoulder blade because you uh, you you were. Focused in on the one that you were wailing on with a hammer. Hasn't he seen, you know, uh, like and next, movies and up, stuff? When you hmm? mess up the guy's glasses, he takes you down. It's but a flesh wound. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up is uh, is Ghost Slinger. Ghost Slinger, what do you want to do? I haven't become very effective with the uh, hammer, just so you know. Can I take my hammer back? <laughs> Actually, I guess... Asharis, did you drop the crowbar when you took the hammer, or, um... Get the crowbar back to Tuska! What did um, you do? Well... I've... Well, did you did you drop it? Or is it still stuck in the, uh, in, uh, uh, on the top of the, uh, the, the casket? Oh, now you're making that bonus action a lot more complicated. Just let it happen. This all had to happen in six seconds, you know. Appeasing on... All right, all right, I'll let it happen. Um, so, um, Jessica, you have a ha- uh, uh, or sorry, Ghost Slinger, you have a crowbar in your hand. Oh, roll me a d20 to find out if you know what Asharis knows oh, about skeletons. Wait, 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 let me fix this. I had to roll again. It's two, you're going to roll it again, is it that what I'm hearing? two d20s. And I got... Oh, okay. It was two d twenties. I understand. Yes. You got a sixteen. Eighteen. Well, do you have an intelligence bonus on your sheet where it says intelligence? Does it say plus something? So that's a twenty. Yes. Do you have uh, a dot filled in next to history? Two. <laughs> plus two more. That's a twenty-two. Let me just peruse here for a second. You know 
that skeletons don't like being bludgeoned with uh, blunt objects because they um, are frail and can shatter apart. You know that they are immune to poison, and they can't. They they uh, are also immune to exhaustion. You know that they see very well in the dark, and you know that skeletons are animated by dark magic. They heed the summons of evil spellcasters who call them up from their stony tombs. So, what do you want to do? You've got a blunt object in your hand and a skeleton across the room that just shot you with an arrow. Okay, so, uh, Ghost Slinger is going to charge across the room and go get the one that shot her with an arrow. So, you're going to move your full 30 feet to get to the one that shot at you. And then you're going to wail on him. Roll me a d20. Eight. Uh, plus your strength bonus. Oh no, that's a nine. Uh, plus two for your proficiency. We're gonna say that's an eleven. Uh, so this, this bony skeleton man, he was on guard. Because he shot at you, and he saw you staring back at him. He knew. He knew you were going to come for him. And he's going to... I'm going to say that he kind of dodges out of the way, off of the top of the coffin that he's in, and uh, drops back down behind he's it. a smart skeleton? Uh, and gets out of the way of your attack. Well, they are somewhat intelligent. They're not oh. super stupid, but they're not very smart either. So, after... Shortleg and Ghost Slinger. It is Merlin's turn. And Merlin, you have a skeleton next to you, which means you're going to have disadvantage on doing ranged spell attacks. Yes, but what it will do is it will obscure the entire room. And there's two ways that that can be interpreted. Uh, Either everyone gets disadvantage, because you will all be within it, or, uh, no one gets disadvantage because no one can see anybody, so they can't defend themselves, and you can't see them, so you can't strike at them very well. So it would be advantage and disadvantage, so it would cancel out. Merge armor. And this, today I have feather fall, which is not going to help me any. Uh, magic hand. Magic. Yes. Hit him on the you head. Could with use your magic. mage hand to do something. <laughs> well, it would only do five pounds of hand. So, you also have Flame Bolt, which you can roll, uh, but you'll have disadvantage because he's right next to you, or you can move away from him, which will mean that he will get to strike at you again, but then you can cast it without somebody next to you, so you won't have disadvantage. I'll I'll move and use the magic missile on him next. Okay, so you're going to try and move away. Are you going to move towards the rest of the party, or are you going to move away from the other uh, skeletons? Because they're right on top of the other skeletons. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to go maybe catty corner to the other corner where no skeletons are? Alright. So Merlin's going to try and go away, and this skeleton is going to swipe at Merlin. And as you do, uh, his cutlass does manage to get into you, and it will do four damage. Oh wait, actually, sorry. Uh, You have mage armor up. So that's 14 plus 4. That's an 18. 
You have a 15. If you have shield equipped today, you can cast shield as a reaction. Shield plus five. Uh, and still get away. Okay, so you'll have to cast the level one spell shield, which will block the damage from happening. Um, well, what do you want me to do? And you'll get away. Nice. <laughs> oh, it's, it's up to you. Do you want to cast shield in order to negate the damage, or would you rather save the spell slot for later when you're almost dead and then use shield? So you'll take okay, four take damage if you don't cast it, but you haven't taken a hit yet. Okay, so you get hit uh, and take four damage, so you'll want to write that down on your sheet. But you move across the room uh, successfully. You're kind of grabbing onto your arm a little bit, but you can still do any of your ranged spells now. So you could cast Magic Missile or... You could throw a firebolt at the one that just hit you. I don't know it's what a firebolt would up do to, you. to a skeleton, so... Uh, actually, let me roll you a d20. Let's see, that's a 9. Plus, you have a good intelligence modifier. Yeah. Uh, yours is plus 3, so that's 12. Plus 2, 14. I want to say that you know that they are not v- vulnerable to fire. But they also will take normal damage from it. They they don't have any immunity to fire. Or force, or any of your magical abilities. They'll all the, hit uh, them equally hard. Magic missile. Let's do that. Blow uh, up. Okay, you can cast magic missile. Magic missile, you don't have to roll to hit. It just happens. Um, where do you want to send those magic darts? You get three of them. It's a d4 plus one for each dart. Uh, you can send multiples, or you can fling them at enemies uh, one at a time and see if they die. The only one who's been hit is the one uh, that shot okay. uh, Ghost Slinger in the let's, leg. Uh, let's shoot at the guy that hit me. Yeah, let's go all three of them. Okay. All three of them? Uh, let's see, that's six and eight. Not the greatest rolls, sorry. But he takes eight damage, so the red bandana skeleton takes eight damage, and he doesn't look very good. He kind of slumps down a little bit, and kind of part of his torso crumbles away into dust as the force from three these three magic darts pound into him. You just got back in the water. Actually, I, I led you astray there. Uh, technically, those magic darts, it wouldn't have mattered if you had disadvantage. You could have stayed standing mm-hmm. right next to him. Oh. But now he'll have to move to come and get you. Because that's that's kind of the point of magic missile, is that it doesn't matter if you have disadvantage or not when you use it. So after Merlin, last in our initiative order, is, uh, is our poor buddy John in the coffin, where he's been hiding for three days. <laughs> I almost did. But... He is going to hop up out of the coffin and charge over at this one in the corner that he saw strike Merlin. He is going to pull out... Well, actually, maybe he's not going to, because there's no way that he could have fit a spear in the coffin. He'll run over to Merlin to help protect Merlin and pull out uh, a short bow. He will fire at the one that Merlin just shot at. And I need a d20. He shouts, Don't worry, Merlin! Or, I guess he doesn't know your name. Don't worry, wizard! I'll protect you! And he rolls a plus three to hit. Twelve. He rolls a fifteen, 
which beats the armor class on this uh, bone boy. Yep. Uh, and he gets... Ah, dang it. Uh, three more damage against this skeleton. Uh, that puts this dude looking very terrible. He's got an arrow sticking out of the side of his skull, and his hobbles down onto onto one knee. I keep trying to write this down, and then screwing it up. Uh, so with that, Uh-oh. it is the skeleton's turn. So these big scary skeletons, spooky scary skeletons that they are. It is the one with the red bandana who just slumped down onto his knee. He kind of looks up towards John. You see red glow in the eye sockets of the skeleton as he ch- barrels across the room and charges into uh, into John. Eleven plus... John doesn't deserve to die. Uh, Eleven plus four is a fifteen. And John... John is invigorated by having the, the three of you come down to save him. He grabs the skeleton as the skeleton charges into his torso and just stops him dead in his tracks. What? Never mind. Uh, next up is the skeleton with the hole in his head. He's on the other side of the coffin uh, from uh, Asharis and Ghost Slinger, and he will jump back up onto the coffin and triumphantly swing, or I guess let's say arrogantly, arrogantly swing his uh, his cutlass at, or actually, no, he was carrying a short bow. So he's going to drop his short bow and pull out his, or I guess he'll put away his short bow and pull out his short sword, and he'll just stay on the other side of the coffin, because that's his whole turn. And then he will... What sound can dead skeletons make? You hear a cackling. <laughs> and then it is Asharis' turn. What's Asharis going to do? There's one almost dead, sounds like. Have any of the other ones been hit? Uh, the one with the hole in his head, he took uh, damage from um, you, actually. Uh, you, you, you whacked on him. Okay, and the other ones are close to you guys? Well... I think we're going to hit the the one with the hole in his head again. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead mm-hmm. and suggest because you're a two-handed fighter that attacking with a single hammer is well, yeah, probably the not tools. the way you could do the most damage to him. Okay. So yep. Go ahead. Four? Roll your attack. Uh, no, it's a. You have to hit him first. Uh, it's D twenty to hit him, uh, and you have to hit with both weapons independently. Uh, the first one will hit, ten. and go ahead and roll the second one as well. All right, uh, ten plus your dexterity modifier two, plus your proficiency. And dexterity is four, so sixteen total. Uh, both of those will hit then. It's going to be the damage stat for the weapon plus your dexterity modifier for the first one. And then just the damage stat for the uh, the second one. Oh, no, wait, you took that thing, didn't you? That gives you the dexterity modifier for both. You took the thing that gives you the damage uh, modifier for both your main hand and your offhand weapon, didn't you? I thought that was one of the things you picked for when you were building your character. Instead of taking defense, you took extra offense. Plus times two? Yes, yes, you did. So you get. Yes, one d6. What's your short sword? A d6? Okay, so roll the first one. It's a d6 plus your dex modifier. 
So five total. All right. And then roll the next one. It's another d6, plus your dex modifier. Seven. So, describe what it looks like as you turn this uh, <laughs> bony skeleton into bone meal. one sword into his skull, and the yeah. other skeleton into his chest. Genji, is that you? Slicing into his ribs and spine. <laughs> and then we say, Neat! It will kill. <laughs> okay. Uh, Asharis, uh, after you is, uh, Ghost Slinger. Ghost Slinger, what do you want to do? There's a really bad off looking skeleton, uh, over by Merlin, and there's one that's kind of hobbly, uh, right next to Asharis. Alright? And this one. Okay. What is that on the dog? Wait, what just happened? Yeah, thanks, Dad. What are they doing over there? <laughs> he sent me a scream chapter with my mouth open. Jessica, am I out of focus? Jessica, you still talk how to talk or what? Am I, I out of focus? What? I can't. She's out of focus. I'm looking at her. She's out of no, focus. No, you're not out of focus. Uh, blurry is different than a focus? No, she's blurry. There's a difference. Yes, it's uh, compressing okay. the data stream so that right. you can hear her clearly instead of that. putting the video through because their internet's slow. So, uh, Ghost Slinger, you're gonna run over to this uh, this this uh, short-legged hobbly guy, and what are you gonna do? <laughs> He's a skeleton. Can I try and hit one of his legs off? So you've got you've got the crowbar in one hand, and you attacked with that last time. But you saw how good Asharis did when she dropped the hammer and just used her regular weapons. Do you want yes. to uh, do the same thing? Okay. Uh, roll me an attack. It's a d20 plus your dexterity. You're, you're killing me, Small. I'm sorry. What does it say? Yeah. What does it say, Jessica? Okay. That is going to hit. Yes. So your first one's your short sword, right? So roll a d6 plus your dexterity modifier. Five for plus damages. three. So. <laughs> this skeleton is going to stumble backwards as you make your attack with your second weapon. So go ahead and roll another d20 plus your dexterity modifier. What? Yeah. Jessica, what was your d20 plus your dexterity modifier for your second weapon? Roll a d20. Mm-hmm. D twenty six plus three. I think it's amazing we're all three on the same picture. Six plus three is a nine. And when he stumbles backwards, he gets away from the dagger in your offhand, and you don't quite contact with him. After Ghost Slinger, it's the short legs turn, because I don't think he had a turn yet, right? I think I messed that up. He was supposed to go first. Oh, well. Uh, you just whacked him, so he's going to turn around, and he's going to whack you right back. And he's going to roll a 15 plus yes. 4. That's a 19. I'm pretty sure that gets you. That gets you. Uh, so he's going to do, uh, with his cutlass. dying. Ooh, that's pretty hard. You're going to take... 
What did you take before? You took five. You're gonna take six. You're killing me. More damage. So he kind of bounces back from having taken a really big hit from you. You did eight damage to him, and he turns around and he swipes across your chest, and you don't manage to get out of the way in time. And I don't want to play your character for you, but I'm gonna assume you kind of fall backwards a little bit too. Oh, it's the being blown up. Okay. And then after uh, Mr. Shortleg whacks at Ghost Slinger, it's Merlin's turn. And Merlin, you are standing next to John, who is kind of still holding on to the red bandana skeleton, who I skipped in the order for some reason. Okay. And it's your turn. Or no, maybe I didn't. We've just taken a while to go around this time. I've got a shield of plus five, plus I have the magic missile and mage armor. Can I throw the darts again, or is it only one time? You can... Let me look here real quick. I'm going to roll a d20. Ooh, that's not great. Uh, It still would be a 10. You know that both of these guys are looking pretty bad, so if you were to do the magic missiles, you might be able to take both of them out. I also have medicine. Let me look. You have three level one spell slots a day. Did you use magic missiles last time? Oh, it's the same day? Well, it's the same day. I can only do it once a day? Uh, Yeah, because you guys were still in the same place. So you used it... No, you used it fighting the zombies, and you've used it once fighting these guys. If you use it one more time, that'll be all you can for the day. So you know both of these guys are looking pretty bad, and... Asharis is right next to Ghost Slinger, and she can probably handle the the one that's next to her. If you take out the one that's on John, you won't have to use that last spell slot. Because if you use it, you won't have your shield ability okay. until you rest for eight hours. Okay, let's do that. Yeah, they all pull from the same three spell slots. Okay, so John's got the one, like, right on him. You could... Kill the one that is next to Ghost Slinger that just did a bunch of damage to her. Well, will John be okay if I kill It's up to you. Who do you want to help, Ghost Slinger or John? John took some damage, but he's he seems like he's perfectly fine uh, since he just stopped that one from running across the room at you. Oh, don't say that. Terrible. Oh, no. Well, you rolled, you rolled a three. So you go to throw a firebolt. I'm going to assume that's what you were going to do. Across the room, at the hobbling skeleton with the short leg. Uh, Three plus, I think your bonus is five. So you don't hit your friends, but it kind of fizzles out without doing any damage. Just leaves a a black scorch mark on the wall behind your friends in the corner. And then it's John's turn. And John is going to take this skeleton that he's holding... And he's going to, I'm going to say that he's going to try to body slam him into the ground. Oh, that's a nat one. Ooh. Well, uh, he tries to body slam the skeleton in the ground, and the skeleton slips out of his hold and is standing while John is prone. So prone means he's on the floor and attacks against him will have advantage. And then we go back to... Let's see, I stopped keeping track. He's dead. 
he's by that one, and he's still there. So the skeleton who just slipped out of John's hands is the one wearing the red bandana, and now he has a choice to make. He's either going to go after Merlin, who's standing right there, undefended now, or he's going to attack John, who's on the floor prone. So I'm going to make a decision. Okay, he's going to go after John. Ooh, that's not going to do it. Ooh, but that will. Uh, 14 plus 4, he stabs at John with his cutlass and does... He does... Two damage. So John takes two. Next up is Asharis. And you're looking at a skeleton with a short stubbly leg next to your good friend Ghostslinger. And Ghostslinger's not looking so hot after the last hit she took. How many many spells can I use a day? Well, uh, you'll have to look on the third page of your character handout. You know I'm going to roll a die for you, Tippy. 18 plus... You said your intelligence is flat, right? Alright, so I'm just going to give you 18. With an 18, you know that this uh, this dude is looking pretty bad. You might be able right. to finish him off sure, sure, and then is. tend to her wounds. So, you step around Ghost Slinger and kind of try to put yourself between her and uh, this short-legged hobbly man and roll me some dice. D20 plus your dexterity modifier plus your proficiency. Proficiency is 10. A 10? Well, your main hand misses. This little hobbly dude kind of catches you off guard because he's so weird in the way that he moves. You don't manage to make contact with him. Roll me another one for your offhand. No, a D20 plus your dexterity plus your proficiency. 12. You... Very narrow, very narrowly miss him, and you force him out of his position and firmly get between him Dumb. and Ghostslinger, who's kind of hunched back behind you. <laughs> She's not dying. Next in the order is gonna be Mr. Shortlegs. Oh, actually, no, it's not. Oh, yes, it is. It's gonna be Mr. Shortlegs next. So, Mr. Shortlegs, uh, you kind of see that same glowing red look from the empty skeleton eye sockets, and he swings his short sword at you. And he misses thoroughly. He very narrowly dodges, um, stabbing himself in his short leg as as he swipes at you. And then it's Ghost Slinger's turn. Ghost Slinger, what do you want to do? You've got uh, Asharis kind of standing over you, protecting you from the skeleton, who uh, just... Hurt you pretty bad. Alright. That's what I like to hear. Fight like you mean it. So, you're going to... What are you going to do? Do you want to work your way around Asharis and go after this skeleton that hurt you? Okay, roll me some dice. Oh, what are you going to say to Asharis as you, like, uh, barge past her to go kill this thing? I got this, boo. Okay. Get out. Okay. So, roll me a d20. Wait, no, it's it stopped working. What's that? Okay. Fifteen. Fifteen. That'll do it. Roll me a d6 plus your dexterity modifier. Four plus three. 
Four plus three. What is that? Seven. 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 Seven! Seven! Okay. Well, he only had five health left, so how do you, um, how do you dice up this short-legged scrawny man? And hit him in the head once. Alright, so you kind of barge past uh, Asharis and says, Revenge! And you swipe across his legs, and in one clean sweep, you uh, you separate his top from his bottom. Then, it's gonna be Merlin's turn. You want to, uh, let's see, Red Bandana Man swiped at the guy on the ground. So technically he's got his back to you, and you can throw another firebolt at him, or you could whack him with your staff. Uh, if you use both hands on the staff, it is a, let's see, actually you probably were best equipped to deal with the knowledge that they don't like being bluntly hit. It's, uh, it would be... 1d8 bludgeoning damage plus your strength modifier, which would be minus one, but because it's okay. a bludgeoning weapon, Let's you know that, that they're vulnerable to that, so you get to roll 2d8 minus one. Alright, so we're going to roll a d20 to hit him. That's going to be the hard part, is going to be hitting him. Don't tell me. You go to hit him, and you... Blood. You slip on some mold in the corner or something? Let's say there's some mold in the corner. Oh, there's cobwebs. There's cobwebs in the corner of the crypt, and you slip on the the cobwebs and completely miss miss your target. So last is going to be John on the floor, and he's going to get up, and what did I say? I said he had bow with him, and he couldn't have a spear. So he's gonna pull out a short sword. After having fallen on the ground, he's gonna leave his bow there, and he's gonna pull out a short sword, and he's gonna take a swipe at this, uh, this skeleton that's in front of him. Man, you remember how my rolls were great last time? The skeleton kind of jumps back out of the way, then turns around, and takes a swipe right back at John. Oh, and no. he stabs himself in the leg for one damage. That makes it Asharis' turn. Asharis, you can see over on the other side of the room, John is having some trouble finishing off this last uh, skeleton. What are you going to do about it? Keeping in mind, you've got a pair of short swords in your hand, and you can't change to your short bow to shoot him in in one turn. Right, You'd have to wait until next turn to do that. But you can get over to him and just wail on him if you want. D20. All right, so roll me a d20 for the first one. We rolled a nine. Plus your dexterity modifier, plus uh, proficiency. With a 15, you you hit him. So would you like we to describe him as you run across the room? Somersaulting backflips, and then <laughs> wipe his legs off, and then his head. <laughs> and then the skeleton just rumbles to the Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah. I love it. It's a beautiful description. It goes, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, it's good yeah. stuff. All right, so that's that's the last skeleton. Oh, okay. It goes, and and somewhere okay. somewhere deep within you, crypt from inside one of the coffins, you hear a guy go, "Oh." Now these three bony bags just came out of. These coffins after this thing in the corner that was glowing. 
spewed some magical tendrils out of it. What do you want to do now? Of course, keeping yeah, in mind dying. that um, yeah, Ghost Slinger is not looking so hot. I'm so, whose turn is it? Is it my turn? Can I do something? Okay, so I will use my turn. Uh, no, you're out of initiative order. You can all do anything you want. Uh, save Ghost Slinger. you Last time I was so close, I knew you were here last night. Night, so Grandma. I wanted to get up and make biscuits this morning, then I realized you were not working really here. That's quite all right. I'll see you one of these days. Good night. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh. Good night, kids. <laughs> yeah, I'll be back before you know it. All right, so Asharis starts tending to Ghost Slinger's wounds. Uh, how much did you heal her for? What is it talking about? A spell slot of level two. So on your character sheet, on the third page, there are yes. the spells you have. One of them is Cure Wounds. The other one, I think, is Animal Companion. And when you level up, you will have some more spell slots at your disposal, and they yeah. will be of different levels. Well, I don't have so higher level spells have more power. So I got a roll. Nope, not right now. You're only level two yourself. You do not know any level two spells. Yes, which yours is probably not intelligence. Is it charisma? So go to the third page, and it should say ranger slash something. Spell attack bonus. And hopefully it doesn't say spellcasting ability. Where it says next to spell attack bonus on the far left. What does it say in that first box? Spell save DC? Nope, further. There's nothing over there. Nope, that's the wrong direction. To the far left. No. It doesn't say anything, it's not filled in at all, where it says spellcasting class slash ability. It's blank. (laughs) Ranger slash wizard? That doesn't make any sense. No, it said whiz, doesn't it? It says (laughs) W-I-Z, Tiffy. Yeah, whiz means wisdom. So, it's See, whatever your wisdom is, whatever the plus is on your wisdom, not wizard. So, no, I think you've got some wisdom if that's your spellcasting modifier. It's probably, what, a plus two? So, we get six. Okay, so it's a 1d8 plus two. That's Dragon. not bad. So, you get back six I health points, uh, Ghost Slinger. Alright. Now, as uh, you're tending oh, no. to Ghost Slinger, in the corner with that small statuette, where the mysterious magic tendrils came from, you still see a faint, pulsing light. That's not gonna help! Well, you gotta... You should... A history check. Uh, so you know anything So let about. me look here in my, in my notes. Because well, you have more intelligence um, in history than I do. I'm just... I'm asking... So, the, I'm telling Lord, the who baby... Who are you asking, and Close how are you asking this question? No, 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 no. You are telling her that. I know that. What is Ashara saying to Ghost Slinger? Boy, you or Merlin, who you is also an intelligence-based wizard with history. About that green thing over there. And John's going to pipe up. Oh, yes. It would be great if someone knew something about that thing in the corner. I don't know what it is, but it sure looks evil. Skeletons Spawn demons. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. The, uh, Merlin, I'm gonna have you make a history check. Actually, I'm gonna have you make an arcana check on the, uh, the scariest thing in the room. 
And I'm going to say, as you're looking at it from across the room, you can faintly hear a ghostly mm. wail that you can't really pinpoint where it's coming from. Oh, man. You rolled a nat 20 on your arcana check. So I'm going to say that you know that that's not a thing to mess with, but you also know that you need to clear this crypt of evil influence. So you know you don't want to go near it because it's glowy and scary. Why can't we destroy it? What are you going to (laughs) do? And what are you going to tell the rest of the party? Not a good idea. What's not a good idea? You got to... You can play this out for me. Merlin, you know that this thing is full of radiating evil energy and you don't want to go near it. Magic uh, missile that I can shoot that goes... Always hits the target. Plus, what do I have that goes 30 feet? Firebolt. 120 feet firebolt. And this uh, your fire your firebolt goes 120 feet. Okay, so I want you to describe for me how you're going to go about what you're about to do. Are you going to tell them what you know about it, or are you just going to go throw a firebolt at it? Stay away from it. Okay, so what are you going to what are you going to tell them? If if this firebolt doesn't work, let's let's leave the uh, the area while we can. Uh, but you, you know, you know that you can deal with it. You're a strong enough wizard to deal with this kind of evil energy. Oh, this, and you've this, been tasked with clearing this, uh, this crypt of this evil. So, well, it's not your last chance, but you have a strong feeling okay. that if you don't and, deal and you with it, things will be harder the next time. Okay. Uh, you did just defeat a lot of its minions. So, Merlin is standing in the middle of the room. As Asharis is telling, ask, uh, telling, uh, telling him to go see if he can figure out what the glowing thing in the corner is, and Merlin looks at it from across the room, and his hand conjures a bolt of flame, and he says, uh, "I'm going to put words in your mouth here." He says, "That is an artifact of evil power. No one go near it. I'm going to deal with this." And roll me a d20. What about a 2d6? Uh, let's see, that's a 5. Uh, plus what's your attack bonus? Uh, let's see. Your spell attack bonus is 5. That's going to get you to 10. It's a stationary object in a room. I'm going to say that hits it. So you reel back and you throw this firebolt at it. And you just manage to hit it. But uh, as you do, you hear oh. a... Blood-curdling screech from within the wall. Oh. Or, I guess, from within that corner. You can just hear it. It just radiates out of that corner from every... Uh, and it goes all throughout the room. The oh, entire crypt resounds. You, it's so loud, you think they can hear it all the way back in town. And when the fire dies down, you see uh extremely pronounced crack across this dark gem's surface that's just resonating with that same bright green glow. And it's 8.30, so do you guys want to continue, Are we gonna leave or right do you want to uh, call it for the night? Yeah, we could call it right there and just come back to having cracked this evil gym, or we could continue through to clear the rest of the dungeon, or crypt. Tune in next week! <laughs> we can call it there. As the scream dies down... 
uh, John's going to grab onto his short sword real tight. Be like, hang on, everybody. It might not be over yet. After the fire, I should have thrown some water on it. And that's what we're going to call it. it right away. <laughs> More. I mean, I, you know, it's hot, and then you throw water on it, it cracks. Well, it did crack it. 